0: It's the weekend. You can do anything you want. Mm -hmm. Volunteer at a homeless shelter. Mm -hmm. Work on a peace plan for the Middle East. Invent something truly useful like a machine that solves climate change while also picking up after your dog. But no, you've decided to spend your precious time on Earth listening to a bunch of white men talk over the top of each other. The world may be burning, but this is your me time. Welcome to Radio Chaser Platinum Edition.
1: Yes, indeed. A very warm welcome to your weekend and another platinum edition of Radio Chaser. My name is Dom Knight. On the way here on the airwaves, Uber has started its very own airline service thing and it's going to happen in Melbourne. What's that all about? We take a look at the Queen's birthday honours and what's it like to be in love with Ivan Malat? There's one woman who knows. It's all coming up right here on Radio Chaser.
2: Radio Chaser, platinum edition.
1: Did you win any Queen's birthday honours over the weekend, Domi? Did I didn't, um, but did I'll tell her. you what, I the most astonishing news came through. Kevin Rudd got honoured. I mean, that's not surprising, XPM, but he'd previously turned it down. I was shocked. Kevin Rudd turning down the chance to ponce along and get an award? I was, know, I'd be amazed. Was
3: believe.
0: it not good enough for him the first time? Oh, maybe that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, Maybe yeah. Gillard got it and he rolled it. But this
3: time he said he was thoroughly delighted to all intents and purposes with detailed programmatic specificity (laughs) to receive the award.
0: Look, I I actually have a theory about the honours list, which is if you're over 45 or so and you don't have an honours, then you're basically a dead shit. You you fail. Because... Because everyone seems to go. Did you see how long the list was? There's about a hundred million people there. Yeah. There's only twenty million people in Australia. <laughs> so forty-five. It's pretty hard. <laughs> how yeah.
1: close are we? Hanson, are you forty-five yet? I've got what three years. No, no. no. Look, I'm not. I'm not there yet. But you, you, you're right, Charles.
3: It's difficult not to win one of these queens. Yeah. But they, I mean, they gave one to Guy Sebastian for God's sake. Oh, come you on. If, if he can win one, <laughs> yeah, right. then it can't be that difficult. It's, it's
0: easier it? than winning Australian Idol, isn't
2: yeah. it? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, one of the one of the people who I thought was fascinating, who won it, was over in the UK, was Bear Grylls, the survivalist guy who tells you how you can live off nothing but your own saliva and pubic air if you get dropped in the middle of a jungle. Well, to be fair, the way Brexit going is going in the UK, they, they all need that skill. In <laughs> my yes, they might all need to, to have Bear Grylls handy. So what did he, um, what did he win it for? Well, he's he's the chief scout, Charles. He's in charge of the ha, scouts. Of course, so he, he does, is. Right. Yeah, apparently he literally is. He's he's in charge of the scouts. Although, yeah, I must say <laughs> that he did, even Bear Grylls found it quite hard to retrieve his OBE medal at Buckingham Palace. Take a listen. I'm Bear Grylls. I go to some of the most dangerous places on earth to show you what it takes to make it out alive. Today, I've come to pick up my OBE at Buckingham Palace, one of the most extreme environments on the planet. You're not human if your heart rate doesn't go up when you find yourself lost on the plush carpet of this reception ballroom. Welcome to Buckingham Palace, Mr Grills. I have to be very wary of these butlers. One false move, and they could take my hat. Would you care for a champagne, sir? No chance. For proper hydration in these hostile surrounds,
1: I have no choice but to drink my own urine. You do have a choice, actually. (laughs) I haven't seen anything like this since Todd Carney won an OBE. Would Sir fancy an hors d'oeuvre? Hors d'oeuvres can provide
3: much needed protein. And this over here is my ideal hors d'oeuvre, in the form of this ominous beast, Prince Philip. I beg your pardon, Mr. Grills. <laughs> Ow! Yeah, Ow! I Ow! got him. Now, I use my bowie knife to slice open the Duke of Edinburgh. You're eating me, Grills. What are you, a Papua New Guinean? Uh, Before I hand out the OBEs, I would like to introduce our musical entertainment, winner of a Queen's Birthday Honour in Australia, Mr Guy Sebastian. Oh, my God. I've crossed deserts with no food except a small twig. I've swum in Arctic waters wearing nothing but a sock over my penis. But not even Bear Grylls can survive this
2: shit. Ah! Ah! Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition.
0: Radio Chaser is releasing an album.
2: An album?
0: That's right. We're releasing an album even though it's 2019. It's basically a Spotify playlist. And to make us seem more relatable, we want you to be part of it. What? We want your shitty ideas which we will turn into brilliant sketches. We're shining your turn. Political ideas. (laughs) Hi, Lauren, what's your idea?
2: (laughs) I think you a sketch where Peter Dutton is a potato.
0: We even want your fart sketch ideas. I
2: think you should do a sketch river and farts a lot.
0: ah <laughs> oh. Sorry about that. Each day, we'll broadcast a new sketch we've made out of one terrible idea from a listener. And at the end of this horrible process, we'll hold a listener poll. read the results. And the winning listener will win a broken bicycle palm.
3: A broken bicycle palm.
0: And have their sketch included on Radio Chaser's album. Oh, you mean that Spotify playlist. Radio Chaser makes your sketch only on Radio Chaser. The Radio
1: Chaser. Radio Chaser makes your sketch promotion masterminded by our
0: very own Charles Firth. Well, that's right. This has come from the idea that we need more listener engagement on mm. this show. And so we thought, well, you know, we'll get listeners to, to you know, call in and, and write in with their sketch ideas. Yeah. And, then, and then we'll make them and we'll find out what amazing ideas are out there in listeners. It's a terrible idea. This is a terrible, terrible Terrible idea. Why did you Why did you even start this?
3: Come on, what have, what's been suggested?
0: What's well, been suggested we've for, only for had, us to make? We've only had one suggestion.
3: <laughs> oh, great. So
0: it's much from, engagement. It's from Anthony Doctral. <laughs> Thanks, Anthony. Came in this morning. Mm. And his suggestion was <laughs> human centipede, but for real. Oh, God. So we've got to uh, make well. a sketch about the human centipede, but for real. So
1: if people don't remember mm. that, that yeah. was the, the horror movie where three people got sewn together uh, mouth to anus, oh, have I got that right? So there's one yeah. continuous kind of yes. elementary canal they oh, want yes. to see that for real. that's, okay. that's the only idea so we have
0: so mm-hmm. i I wrote back to him and said, "Look, mm. you know that's great, but we're we're a topical sketch show can we can you is there some way we can make it topical and he and um he replied person at the front has a copy of the telegraph. <laughs> oh, so, <gosh>. so,
1: <laughs> so, without any further ado, by listener uh, request, Charles, yes. are we really
0: doing this? Yes, we're doing this. Here is the first listener sketch.
2: If you didn't like the movie, you're really not going to like this. The human centipede live on stage. Starring Andrew Hansen as the front.
3: We're doing what?
2: Charles Firth as the middle. Mm-hmm. And
0: Dominic Knight as the ass. Why do I have to do the uh, Better
2: than the middle.
0: Surgically conjoined live on stage. All
3: thanks to one listener's request. Thanks, this is exactly what I had in mind. The Human
2: Centipede, live on stage.
3: Oh, I see we've got a really good review in the Daily Telegraph. says, great way of keeping Charles Firth quiet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, here Dom, you can wipe with the Daily Telegraph.
1: Radio
2: Chaser, Platinum Edition.
1: Sad day for the nation as we bid farewell to Bob Hawke. And, look, what a big effort to get the extra beer taps plumbed into the Opera House so Bob could be farewelled in the, in the appropriate style.
0: That's right. And I, I've actually just uh, come straight from the memorial as we're calling it. But it was incredibly moving, the amount of beer that was available. I mean, it was just... <laughs> mm. They were moving a lot of beers. <laughs> a, lot of a lot of yard glasses were, were, were down. But, you know, Bob Hawke, he was more than just a drunk. He was also mm. a ladies' man, wasn't he? Well, <laughs> yeah. a
1: man of
3: many
0: talents. <laughs> but, he, you know, he was the architect of Medicare, mass university education, no child being left behind in poverty by 1990. <laughs> Uh, One of the highlights, uh, though, at the memorial was when everyone in the congregation uh, said a prayer to Bob Hawke.
1: Our Bob, who art in heaven, you were pretty vain. Thy Medicare was done, thy wage restraint was spun, you were much better than Kevin. Give us this day our daily beer and forgive us our love of Paul Keating. As we, we forgive, forgive those who voted, voted against you in, in the, the second spill, lead us not, not into privatisation and, and deliver us from ScoMo. For you were the Pants, pants Man, the, the Dong Dangler, and the Horny. Forever and forever
2: ever, Amen and, and Women. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition.
0: There's only one story today in the news, and that is that Uber is launching. A sort of rideshare helicopter service, shall we say, sort of plane in the sky, and one of the launch cities is going to be Melbourne. Oh, so livable, so, so livable. livable, so, so livable. livable.
3: Until the drones start dropping out of the sky all over the place. Oh, sorry, they're, they're a sponsor of ours. It's going
0: to be a fantastic service. I am happy for Melbourne to crash test this idea. Yeah, have a crack at it. <laughs> That's right. Because, uh, so what it is, is it's a four-person, it's not really a helicopter, it's got like four... It's like a giant drone, is it? From um, I saw. Yeah, yes, exactly. It's like a giant drone. It's all got this space-age sort of uh, lighting in, in blue. That's so good. I, think I think that's just just stop all so the Melbourne people from shooting up in yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> when it goes to Frankston. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but isn't um, the
1: idea that because Melbourne Airport's so damn far from the city, yeah, you may as well like actually go in a copter because it's so slow
0: well, by the ship that's, that's an actual
3: plane. They should put an airport in the middle of the Melbourne city to fly you by Virgin Jet to, to the airport. Well, <laughs>
0: sure. I, I think this is the whole thing. They did a study and they found out that people desperately wanted to get to the airport really quickly to get out of Melbourne. Mm. So it's the person Perfect place to launch the, the sort of thing. Anyway, um, we we actually have a bit of a recording of of one of the test flights. Uh, let's, let's have a listen to it.
3: Good afternoon, passenger. This is your driver speaking, and welcome aboard this Uber Air flight to Fitzroy. Our flight time is 12 minutes, uh, but I'm a real chatterbug, so I'm planning on being so distracted I miss every direction from the GPS app, and it'll end up taking an hour. Oh, hold on. I've just got to take this call. Uh, Yeah, hi, love. I'll I'll call you back. Uh, I've just got a passenger. Mm, Sorry, Uh, where was I? Uh, Oh, yes. Uh, On our flight today, we will be serving refreshments, including Mentos and a small bottle of Frantel water. Uh, I see you've already decided to ignore me and browse your phone. I don't mind. I mean, I took up flying this Uber to meet people after I lost my job. But uh, obviously you're too important to bother talking to an Uber driver.
0: What? Oh, sorry. No,
3: that's fine. Uh, Now that we've achieved cruising altitude, I have turned on the small talk light. So feel free to engage in any small talk with me, as long as it's about what it's like to drive an Uber. And for the record, yes, it is cool to drive an Uber Air vehicle. Yes, the weather has been terrible. I mean, it is Melbourne. And no, I didn't see the footy on Saturday because I was driving. Do you know Uber takes a uh, 28% cut nowadays? I don't know why I fly this thing. I hardly see my family. Uh, Well, after the small talk has ended, we will be lapsing into an uncomfortable silence before I start oversharing about the financial problems I've been facing and the impact that's had on my relationship. Uh, Oh, I see we are reaching our destination. Do you mind if I just drop you here at 30,000 feet? I've just accepted another ride.
0: No, not at all. That's fine. Just make sure you give me five stars.
2: Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition.
1: Now, look, uh, if you're a romantic, (laughs) if you believe that there's someone out there for everyone... I have some great news for you. And, Charles Andrew, I know you're going bit be romantic, but you're soft, yeah. softies. Uh, in the telly today, there's a story with the headline, serial killer Ivan Malat's mistress, Marilyn Malat Tempest, says she still loves him. Isn't that sweet? Now, so, notice right. her surname is Malat. Uh, that's because <laughs> she was his brother's wife, and Ivan had an affair with her for 11 of the years they were together. They had a, a, a daughter together.
3: Isn't that Whoa. romantic? He had an affair
1: with his brother's wife. Yeah, who would have thought oh Ivan Milat had what? no moral compass? A, <laughs> yeah, I can't what believe a, he'd be untrustworthy. <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty extraordinary. But the thing is, she's still, um, she's so given this interview, she says she still loves him. She'll always love him. That's why she's kept the name all these years. She doesn't want him to die. He's sick. And she says, Ivan is Ivan. He's different to anyone I've ever met. Yes. I'm sure that's true.
3: Right? <laughs> yes, A little bit different. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. What does she? What does she see in him? For what? God's sake! I was wondering about this. What is actually in it for her? And to still to hold a candle for him after all these years and all the crimes we know uh, he committed. What? What? What's the upside yeah. of dating Ivan Malat and still well, being in love with Ivan Malat?
0: I suppose you'd always have a sharp knife in the kitchen, wouldn't oh, you, you? Well, oh, Charles. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yes.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah, I he,
0: suppose,
1: no, true,
3: good, good handyman, I guess. Yeah. If you,
0: if I mean, and he'd be presumably quite good at tying knots as well. Like, Look,
1: yeah, yeah. I, he's very outdoorsy. He
0: loves
3: yeah. the great outdoors. <laughs> it's nice, very
1: romantic. Nice long walks long in the walks bush. in the forest. I hope she doesn't go on one of those with him too often. <laughs> I, mean, she, I think if you yeah. if wanted to do some gardening, you needed a garden bed dug he would do that for you, fill, fill it, it in you. as well, a mm. bit later. I guess if
3: the neighbours didn't did didn't put their bins away, you could just put the neighbours in the bins. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, he, he, he also, he, he, he knows a lot of people from, sorry, knew a lot of people from around the world. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, he sounds like a real catch. Look, a real catch.
1: I just wanted to know, like, if she didn't do it, but if you did break up with Ivan Milat, mm. how would the conversation go? I'm kind of imagining it's not you... It's not me. It's it's the seven of
2: them. Radio Chaser Platinum Edition. I'm very excited,
0: guys, because I'm having a bit of a surgical procedure. Seriously, Charles? Finally, you're getting yourself fixed. I'm having my ear canals removed so that I go completely deaf for the rest of my life. Why would you do that? (laughs) Because they're about to launch Frozen Two. The new uh, you know, oh. trailers come out and they Ah, oh. oh, it's gonna be everywhere. You
1: don't wanna hear, let it go, let it go.
0: Ah, mm. oh, it's gonna be awful. Alert, alert.
3: Disney is in the final stages of a full scale attack on the parents of Australia. Oh, God, not another fucking Marvel movie, is it?
1: No, much worse than
3: that. Reports of a sequel to Frozen have now been confirmed. Hey! God! Ah, oh, the humanity! Parents of girls aged 3 to 6 should place themselves on high alert. No, I literally just got let it go out of my head. It took me five years. To prepare for the release of Frozen 2, please gouge out your ear canals immediately. OK, OK, here we go. Ow! Oh! Oh, I've done it! I've done it! I, I can't hear anything! Alternatively, you could just turn down the volume on your TV and iPads. What was that last thing? I didn't hear that.
0: Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. Wow. Now it's time for dead or alive. Very simple game, this. Are these people dead or alive? Okay, Dom, you're first. Sure. I'm alive. James L. Jones. <sighs>
1: Oh, I saw him in a play a couple of years ago. He's looking pretty odd. I think he's still alive. I think Darth Vader's voice is still there.
0: Correct. Andrew, Angela yes. Lansbury.
1: Angela Lansbury. Ah, is she the murder she wrote or something?
0: Yeah. Look, yes. yes. I think
3: she, she's dead, possibly ironically murdered. Incredibly
0: wrong. Ah. That oh, was, no, she's still alive. Oh, my mistake. Sorry, Angela. <laughs> Leonard Nimoy, Oh, Spock.
1: I can't remember. He did that cameo in the Star Trek movie. I'm going to say he's Still alive.
0: Incorrect. Oh, said, sorry, it... It's a very hard game. Oh, okay, oh. Andrew Burt Reynolds.
1: <laughs> oh, Burt
3: Reynolds. No, I. Th- oh gosh, I think I have a memory of him. Him leaving us because you know he had that wonderful movie, Bo- Boogie Nights, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think he's. I think he's. I think he's not with us anymore.
1: Correct.
0: <laughs> Don Kirk Douglas. Kirk Douglas,
1: I think he's still still,
0: still along. Correct, he's yeah. 103. <laughs> what? Okay, Andrew, Sidney Poitier.
1: Oh, that's a hard one. I, how am I supposed to know? Because if you get it wrong, you look really insensitive, <laughs> Andrew. We're all going to judge you on this.
3: Oh, well, I bet. Uh, yes, no. Be, he's alive. Is he? Is he alive still? He is
0: alive. Oh. Amazingly, amazingly. He, you should have said. Okay. He looked,
1: regardless, he's immortal.
0: Um, next. Uh, one is Rick Moranis Rick Moranis uh, Career wise obviously dead I think probably yeah. physically alive Correct <laughs> Andrew Max Walker
3: Oh Max Walker No, no he's, he, I know I think he's not I think he's not with us
1: Correct. anymore Correct Dom Daryl Summers Ah, oh, oh. was he ever alive? Really? Technically, <laughs> um, I think he's still going. I think he's still going and still hoping to bring Hey Hey back in twenty twenty. Incorrect.
0: He's dead. Um, well, I'm I'm saying he's dead anyway. That's <laughs> good. Okay, um One, two, three, five, three. If you're <laughs> listening, Daryl, love your work. Okay, um, we're going to get into hard territory now. What about Pamela Dorber? Pa- Pamela well, Dober. Question me about is that? T- so and that I've is never Mindy, heard of
3: Mindy from oh. Walkin' Mindy. Oh, Mindy from Mork and Mindy.
0: Yeah. Oh, so we know
3: well, Mork's look, dead. I'm just guessing here. Look, I'm hoping she's still alive. Is yes, she, she of...
0: is. Good. Okay. Um, <laughs> Should we stop this quiz at some point? Charles first going? idea, dead or alive? Oh, no, yeah. i do one more. Oh, okay, one more. Last great. one. Last one. Yep. Gary Glitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh. red he's card. not a good Gary, by the way.
3: No,
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's, not... that's a red card. Nah, he's dead. No, he's not. He's alive. <laughs> what?
0: Oh. He's alive unfortunately <sighs> this is
1: paid dead, dead or alive
2: Radio Chaser Platinum Edition
3: I want to just briefly turn to to a bit of American excitement, uh, Domi and Charles. Now, our president—he's you know, the president of the world, mm, President Donald he Trump. He's um he's he's done it again. He's come out with another corker today. Uh, now, you know, he's always been a sort of private sort of guy. He's a pretty very very uh, b- kind b- very of quiet, shy, yeah, yeah, retiring type. Um, well, he's made a secret agreement, as he were, apparently, with mm. Mexico. It's an it's a sort of immigration agreement because you know that's Ooh. a big deal over there, right? Mexicans coming over the border. And he's met with Mexico, and he'd come out with his secret agreement. The first thing he does with his secret agreement, which is written on this piece of paper, is he goes to a press conference and starts waving it around in his hand in the air. Um, And he brandished it around so much, this secret document, that a photographer was able to photograph it, and you can read half the bloody document. The man is a vault! (laughs) A vault! Yeah. All you have to do is zoom in on this photo of the page and you can read the whole thing. So, look, you know, but look, I I don't want to denigrate the president at all. In Mm. fact, if you listen carefully to the recording of this press conference, you can actually hear he was being very, very careful with Mm. this top secret document. Take a listen.
0: Ladies and gentlemen of the fake news
1: media, the agreement I made today with Mexico is top secret. In fact, here is my secret agreement. I think you'll agree. It looks pretty secret. I'm going to unfold the paper so you can see just how secret it is. Uh, excuse me, Mr. President, could you
3: hold the secret agreement a bit closer? Uh,
0: yeah, we we can't see how secret it is. Here you go.
3: Take a good look at the secrecy. It's the best secrecy. Uh, Would you mind holding the secret agreement in landscape orientation? It fits better with my camera shots that way.
1: Okay, sure. Now, don't tell anyone the secret agreement says, and I quote, if the United States determines at its discretion... Wait a minute, none of you guys are going to report this secret, right?
0: Oh, oh, oh no, 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 sir, no. Sir, no. no We're just no, no, reporters. No. We don't report things. I don't trust you.
1: So I'm going to tweet out this entire agreement right now. And if anyone leaks it, I'll know exactly who stole my secret agreement. Hashtag, I'm a smart guy.
2: Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition.
0: Now, i got a huge warning, guys. Bit of a mm. follow-up on a segment that we had about a month ago. Research. Mm-hmm. Yes, so remember I I was filling in for Chaz on Baby Got Snack, and I do mm. a sort of highbrow Baby Got Snack, and I bought in a, a small tub of yogurt that cost fifteen dollars. I remember that that, that remember was it.
1: coconut yogurt, right?
0: Co- Koyo, yeah, yeah, mm. that's right. So do not eat it. What? Do not eat it. I had a lot of co- it.
1: I love coconut
3: yogurt. No,
0: okay. no, yeah, and it was delicious. Yeah, mm. it's totally delicious. But my wife ate the leftovers of that yogurt last night. And it did not go well. What did you eat last night?
2: I don't even know. it. What, was this bloody name? Koyo or something? Yeah, Koyo yogurt. And,
0: and what happened?
2: <laughs> well.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, she just she just vomited the whole night. It was just it was. Just, yeah! All night. I've got I, some and, questions. It just interrupted my sleep. It's just awful. Okay.
1: Question, qu- question one: Why did you cut that bit of audio of the story out where the story began? <laughs> yeah. Question two: Didn't we do that segment about three weeks ago? And isn't the Koyo therefore incredibly ancient and mouldy?
0: Yeah. Look, I looked at the. I did look at the tin this morning or the packet, and it was. Uh, Used by date was twenty third of May, but the whole God. thing, which is that's about three weeks ago. But usually that would be fine. Off yogurt is basically off milk, so you'd expect to be able to eat three week old, you know, after the date yogurt. I mean, I usually would. But, but um, you were, yeah, okay. But apparently okay. not if it's a really expensive yogurt. Apparently, if you're rich, they expect you to follow the use-by date or I'm something. I'm glad
1: you clarified that because the lawyers from Koyo are just listening to this segment and getting ready to sue us. <laughs> I'm glad we clarified it was three weeks past <laughs> the use-by date. What, what a good what what husband you, you are.
3: The, the, just because mm. the food's expensive that it should last forever?
0: Is that, well, no. Because <laughs> not how food works. I, no, I couldn't afford to buy anything else because I bought that bloody expensive yogurt. <laughs>
2: Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition.
1: New research has come out. Apparently in Western China, uh, they used weed as long ago as 500 BC. And the best thing, you can't do this nowadays, they used it for funerals. Ooh. So they really? all
0: got stoned at the funeral.
1: They did. They did. They had these uh, mm. big braziers, and they sort of had the yeah. smoke going through the room. And I think it was probably a pretty happy occasion.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah.
1: There's a yeah, lot of laughing at that. Taking the
3: that edge funeral. off, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and braziers too. Interesting. Why were there so many
1: brassiers? Oh, you mean like. Bra- brazier, you know, just sort of big
3: things. Oh, hot smokes. Yeah, right. I thought you meant like bras. Everyone's
1: taking their bras yeah. off. It would have been a very exciting <laughs> funeral if that happened. Yeah, look, look. Bras <laughs> and stoned people whipping <laughs> their bras off. What a disrespectful funeral. It is an amazing historical period, though. And um, look, to find out more, all you've got to do is watch this new documentary that reveals what pot smoking was like in ancient China.
0: Coming to the History
3: Channel The Great Wall of China For centuries it was thought that the great commander Zheng of Xin built this wall to keep out invading nomads But now we know the real reason He was baked off his nut
0: Discover the world of stoned China
3: well here we are in the Forbidden City, constructed in 1406 by the most danked-out bunch of stoners in history.
0: With gripping reenactments of China's greatest historic moments.
1: Hey, Emperor Ming, dude! Hey, what's
3: up, man!
1: I bet it calls for dragons all over the Forbidden City, man! Well, awesome idea, dude! <laughs>
0: Discover how being roasted on spliffs informs every aspect of China's culture.
3: Historians have often wondered why the Chinese enjoy this god-awful racket known as Peking Opera. But if you listen to it while blazed out on weed, man,
0: it sounds exactly like Bob Marley. Chill, dude. Stoned China. It explains a lot.
1: I got the munchies so bad at Ming, dude! Yeah, man,
3: you know what I'd kill for? Some Chinese food!
2: Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition.
3: Mm